0: Pashas Emor contains some of the laws of Karbanos, discusses what animals are eligible to be brought as a carbon, what animals are not. One of the rules, the Pasuk says, is Umauk v'chassus v'nasuk And animals whose testicles are squeezed or crushed or torn or cut, mutilated in different ways, such an animal is... Invalid for a carbon, lo sakrivu lashem So, that, that, that first part of the Pasuk, lo sakrivu lashem means what it says, don't offer it as a carbon. The last three words of the Pasuk, uva'artzachem lo sasu, you shouldn't do this to any animal. This is understood in Torah Shabal by Chazal, in Gemaras and Midrashim, to be a prohibition unconnected to Karbanas. You're not allowed to neuter an animal, a male animal, we'll discuss female animals soon, or even a human being. You're not allowed to inflict these various conditions, these various mutilations, on a person or an animal. Even though the Pesach says, In your land, which might sound like it's referring to Eretz Yisrael, to the land of Israel, nevertheless, as understood by Chazal, it is not limited to it applies, it applies anywhere, the midrash in Taras Kahnim says Ainli lamar lo sassu. So somehow or other, Chazal were derish. This is not limited to ba'aretzchem. The Roshim point out. Generally, it's only mitzvahs that are Tluyos ba'aretz, mitzvahs that have to do with produce of the land, like Shemitah and truma, bikurim that are limited to Eretz Yisrael. Mitzvahs that are unconnected to the produce typically apply in chutz l'artz. And maybe there's a special drusha here as well. But whatever it is, despite the fact that the the Pesach says, It is not limited to Eretz Yisrael. It applies anywhere. This is one of the taryag mitzvahs, as counted by the the various counters of the mitzvahs. It is a mitzvah to destroy the reproductive organs of a male. Male male animal, male person. Again, even though the Pesach is talking about animals, the context is offering animals as carbanos. Nevertheless, it applies to humans as well. The same Tarasconim right after it says, Bechut flaretz minayin, Talmud Lomar lo sasu, it says minayin af How do we know this prohibition applies to humans as well? Talmud Lomar do We have a drasha for this as well. We have, we, we have a drasha that you're not allowed to do this to a human. We're not going to get into the details of the drashas. But this is what the Taurus says. It is a prohibition in er, to inflict these types of mutilations on human or animal, but Eretz Yisrael or in Chutzlertz, it is all usr, It is a Lav one of the 613 mitzvahs. The Bavli in various places, there's no systematic sugya exploring the rules of this mitzvah, but the Bavli takes for granted in a couple of places that there is indeed a prohibition against doing this. The Gemara and Chagiga relates. They ask Ben Zoma, Ma'u kalba? Are you allowed to castrate a dog? What was the question? Why Why dog? You know, Tari says, What exactly was the question? So Rashi says that, as we mentioned earlier, the, this Pasuk of Uba it appears in the context of carbonos. It initially says, don't bring the animals a carbon. Then it says, "And don't do it. So you might have thought that somehow since it's linked, even though it's not limited to a carbon, you can't do it to any animal, you might have thought it's linked to animals that at least are somehow in the ballpark of being brought as a carbon. A dog is the one animal which is as far removed from a carbon as possible. Most animals can't be brought as a carbon, there's only a very small number of animals <laughs> that can. But a dog is particularly antithetical to carbon. The, the Torah says you can't bring an Esnanzono or Merchir Even money that was used to purchase a dog can't be used to, to, to bring as a carbon can't bring a carbon from that money. So a dog apparently is so completely inimical to carbon. Okay, so that, that was the question according to Rashi they asked Ben Zoma. Since a dog is so completely uh, antithetical to carbon, maybe there's no issue of cirrus on a dog. That's what Rashi and Tosa say. Eh? So that's the question they asked Ben Zoma. Lahem, nope. Uva ba'artzachem Losasu, sasu. Kol losasu, It applies to anything. Again, same type of drusha as the Taurus kingdom. The language of the Pussic is expansive. Don't do it at all. Full stop. It applies even to dogs. Okay. So it's Pusach to the Bavli that it applied to animals in general. The question was, what about a dog? Even dog. Uh, even, even dog. That's what Ben Zoma said. Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara and Shabbos, talks, the Gemara and Shabbos starts talking about Sirus also in a, in a kind of tangential way. The Gemara in Shabbos is talking about refuos, different types of potions, medical treatments for various types of ailments. So it says, for Yarkona, from the Sharash of Yara, green or yellow, jaundice, for for some type of condition of jaundice, train B'Shichra, you you drink a certain potion involved with beer and certain other ingredients. The Gemara warns you, though, that there is an unfortunate side effect to this potion. It may help treat or cure the jaundice, but miyaker, it causes sterility. It's a package insert. Uh, side effect may cause sterility. It does cause sterility. may cause sterility. So the martyr says, oh, really? Well, me shari? If that's the case, is it, really, is it really mutter to take such a medicine? You might not want to, but even if you do want to, is it really mutter? The Bavli and Shabbos brings a bride that says, how do we know that castrating, that neutering a person is usher? The same, the same pasuk, we darshan from like the so the Taras and the Bavli both darshan from this pasuk, that the love of Sirus, even though it's written in the context of animals, it extends to human beings as well. So the Gemara goes back and forth, the Gemara discusses uh, whether it's really, the Gemara comes out, it is indeed Osir, the Gemara has various possibilities, and that at the end of the Gemara, after going through a bunch of other ideas, the Gemara says, Ella Maybe the hetero take this medicine as a woman. The Pasuk, the prohibition of of cirrus, of neutering applies to men. After all, the Pasuk is talking about the pasuk is pretty graphically describes certain trauma to the testicles, to the male reproductive organs. Women don't have those. Maybe women are not included So women would seem to not be included in this prohibition. So the Gemara says it's not so simple. Rabbi Yochanan Broka says that the mitzvah of Pru Revu extends to women as well. We pass in Pru Revu is only a mitzvah on a man. Rabbi Yochanan Mimbroka says she's commanded in Pru Revu. We don't actually pass like this. So the Gemara says, according to him, you have to say it's talking about a zikena, an elderly woman who's not fertile anyway, or an Akara, a woman who anyway is barren and, and, and sterile. But, 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 but he would say it's also to do it to a woman because of period of rivia. I We don't pass like him. We pass like the first Shita. The first Shita seems to say Ella that it is mutter for a woman, and that's how we pass him. The the halacha is that it is permitted. A woman is permitted to drink a medicine, take a potion that will cause sterility. Now the Gemara here here the Gemara here the Gemara is talking about taking a medicine to cure a disease, to cure a jaundice, which has the side effect of sterility. There's a third Gemara, Gemara Nivamis. The Gemara indicates that a woman is allowed to take a potion of sterility even for the express and explicit reason of, of uh, ending her reproductive career. The Gemara has, has a interesting and somewhat bittersweet story. The Gemara says, Yehudist visu Rabbi A woman named Yehudis, she was the wife of Rabbi Chia, Havlot She had difficulty. Difficult labors. Mefarshim explain all labors are difficult. I'm, I'm not a woman; I've never experienced it, but they tell me it's uh, it's hard. When when my daughter was born, so my wife had a hard time in, in the delivery room. So I was talking to one of the doctors there, one of the one of the male residents. So we looked at each other. He said, he said, boy, he said something like, boy, I guess God knew what he was doing when he made women be the one to give birth. We're up to us. We we couldn't handle this. I said, yep. Sooner them than us. But yes, But um, all labor is difficult, but apparently she had extraordinarily difficult labor. And she decided she couldn't tolerate it anymore. She wanted to stop having children. So she wanted to ask Shaila, she she asked her own husband, who was apparently uh, a renowned halachic authority. Her husband was Rabichia. But she apparently knew, as we'll see from the continuation of the story, she knew that he would not be happy about this plan of hers to stop having children. So she disguised herself. Shanoi mana. She dressed herself up to make herself look different. He didn't recognize his own wife, apparently. So Amra she asked him. Itzim mifkidat periyavirivia. Is a woman commanded in periyavirivia? We saw that was she broken and broken. The Chachamim. She asked him what's the halacha? Is a woman commanded in periyavirivia? Amr low." He said nope, not mukhuyavas. Okay. So she concluded from this that she was allowed to sterilize herself. Ozla ishtia samadakarta. He went and took this potion that sterilized her. At the end of the story, he learned what his wife had done, and he was disappointed. Uh, I wish, if only you had given birth to one more, she had had a series of twins. If, if, if only you had had uh, one, more, one, more, one more pair of twins. Look at my first sets of twins. Amar Mar, Yehuda and Chizkiah were twin brothers, and they were Distinguished Vitavi Hakhamim, Pazi and Tavi were twin sisters, and they became they were the matriarchs of families of distinguished Torah scholars. So the Gemara indicates that what she did was mutter, what she did was correct, even though she didn't ask him directly, "Can I take a potion of sterility?" She just asked him, "Am I mitzuvan perivorivia?" Apparently, she her inference was correct, uh, as per the Gemara in as per the Gemara in Shabbos, insofar as she's not mitzuvan perivorivia, she has the right to sterilize herself. Ravchia was disappointed because he had such high hopes for, the, for their children together. He was disappointed at what she had done. But La Halacha, and that's how all the posts came understand, La Halacha, she was correct. La Halacha, she was permitted to do this. As we'll see, this is brought in Shilchan Aruch. A woman who's having difficult labor is allowed to sterilize herself by drinking a potion of sterility. So, between these three Gemaras and the Taras Kahnim, we have, on the one hand, there is a general prohibition, certainly for men, to, certainly to castrate men or male animals. On the other hand, on the, other hand the, the, the prohibition, at least in the sense of drinking a kosher and drinking a potion that causes sterility, does not apply to women. That's what the Gemara in Shabbos says. She can take the, the potion for jaundice, even if it causes sterility, if she's a woman. And the Gemara in Yibamoth goes even further and says a woman, it seems to say, a woman is allowed to do this, even deliberately, not just as a side effect, even deliberately to, to uh, as a form of permanent birth control, to sterilize herself, to avoid, these, to avoid these very difficult labors. So as we said, this is one of the Tariq mitzvahs, and the Ramam counts it as mitzvahs, Losa, say 361. And then in his Mishnah Torah, in his, in his, in his main halachic work, he writes, lahafsid Avre, Hazera, Zera, ben It's prohibited to destroy the reproductive organs, human, animal, domestic animal, wild animal. Oaf birds, Eme and Bechatahurm, non-kosher animals and birds, kosher animals and birds, Danin Be Erz Israel, Danin Behuzlar, it applies in Ertz Israel, it applies in khuutzarts. Even though, as we said, the patsik says youve Artzahem lo sasu, the Artzahem sounds pretty clear that it's referring to Israel. Nevertheless, in Pmu Alamdu, <laughs> Tar Shabal peh. Kazal had a, a tradition. She governs the No Baal. We saw the Tar makes a drasha. the. but uh, the bottom line is mePmu, other Ramam says part of the oral tradition is that this prohibition applies everywhere, not just in Israel. He, he be, 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 the, him. Him. the The Rambam writes him. anyone who commits this, this infraction, who, who, who performs a castration gets malchus minatara, it's a bona fide lav. Then the Rambam adds, though, if someone causes syrus to a to a, to a female, a woman or a female animal, of again, whether human or other animals, putter. He's exempt from Malchus. Now the language of putter in the language of putter typically means you're exempt from Malchus, but it's still not right. It's still lost. Awesome. And that is indeed what the Mishnah says. that the, the makar of this is a Taras khanim. and the Rambam understood that there's no Chiv, but there is an Isser. Be- because the, 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 the taras karnim is, uh, is is a little bit ambiguous. There, we'll see there are different ways to understand the taraskarim. The taras karnim brings as follows. It says How do we know that the that Sirus, the, the, the the problem, the prohibition of castration, of neutering applies to females as well? Talmud Lomar, the next Pasakin, Parish Amar Mumbam Here the Pasuk is really going back and talking about the Istra being knocked as a carbon. Well, the Torah calls an animal that has its reproductive organs damaged. damaged. It calls it mashchasam. It's corruption. So that applies the 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 the, the, Tanakam, the Tara's and the says that applies even to the So the are subject to the problem of seirus as well. Rabbi Yehuda Omer bahem. Rabbi says no. It says mashchasam bahem. It only applies to zecharim, not to nekevas. So the Tara's Kanim brings a machlokas. Whether the problem of sirus applies to a the Rambam seems to say it's potter, but it's aster. Who is he paskening like? Is that the Tanakama or is that Rabbi Yehuda? So the Magen understands that that he's paskening like the that 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 he that he's paskening like the like the Tanik- like Rabbi Yehuda. Apparently, ain't hanakevas but and that's that, that's what the gemara in in masechah says as well that you're allowed to drink and the cave is allowed to drink kosher akram so the rambam understood that the ikkar is but the rambam said it's potrava since it didn't say mutar didn't say mutter he said the, the full blown lab with malchus doesn't apply rambam understood that even according to yehuda it is still Osir, it's Osir, it's not it's, it's not malchus, but it's Osir so the Magad understands in the Rambam that the, the Iker Lav doesn't apply like for Bihuda, but it's still Osir, and that's why the Rambam wrote Potr, and the truth is, the Shulchan Aruch writes explicitly, Hamasaris is in the keva, bein ba'adna, bein b'sharminim, Potr aval Osir. Shulchan Aruch follows the Magad understanding of the Rambam. It is indeed Potr, but it is still Osir. The Vilna Gon understands the opposite. The Vilna understands that the Rambam actually Paskin like the Tanakama, the, the one who says the kevas do have Sirus, the Vilna Lagon writes that the Minayan Shaafana Kavus Besirus, makim Mashkasim, we dodge from Mashchasam that Nikaivas do have series. says, Ain't an achaevis basirus. Rambam Paskin like the Tanakama. Nevertheless, there's no Malchus. Since it's a it's a reboy from the word mashkasam, it's not actually in the primary lav of lo Sasu, which is, it just, it just it just it just it's just it's just added from the word mashchasam. So it's a din daraisa, but it's not it doesn't have Malchus. So according to the Go and the Raman Pass length of like Tanakhama, that it, it is Asur Midaraisa from Mashchasam, but it is not there's no Malchus. According to the Magnishna and other Rishonim The him the Icarus, like Rabbi Yehuda, that there is no lav that's not deris at all. And Pashturis other postkim say it's only drabon, it's, a, it's or it's usur for other reasons, as we'll see. So this is a major machloka. The postkim generally agree that it is prohibited to neuter a woman as well. It's certainly not as as it's certainly not as stringent as a man. There, it, you definitely don't get Malkus. Whether it's Oser mid'araisa, that's the Gon. We pass like the Tanakama. Whether it's Oser mid'rabbanan, we pass like Rabbi Yehuda. According to other poskim, but there definitely is an Ister. Although the Ister is not as strict as the Ister of the, as the Ister of neutering a man. So it's, 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 oh now, there's a major contradiction, a major problem that the, the postkim have with the Rambam, with the Shulchan Aruch, that after the Rambam says the Masariyus in the Keva is still its Potter, but the implication is that it's Oser. The Rambam goes on, and he brings the, the Gemaras in Yavamus and in, and in Shabbos that says that a woman is allowed to drink kosher l'ikrim. Rambam writes that if you give a man a kosher then it's oser vein lokin love also oser, but no The Isha, the Rambam writes, the Isha, a woman, is muteres lishtos l'ikrim ki telit. A woman is allowed to drink a potion, as per the Gemaras in Shabbos and Yavamus. A woman is allowed to drink a potion to neuter herself. Like Yudhis, the wife of Hia. So the Akronim all struggle with this. We just said that, 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 the, that the issue of Sirus, the, the problem of Sirus, does apply to a woman. There's no Malkas. maybe it's only Drabanan, but the Isra applies. And Kos Ikrin is Asr. It's Asr for a man to do it. So if a woman has an issue of Sirus, at least mid Drabun, and Kos Ikrin, the potion of sterility, is considered a form of Cirrus, at least again, at least mid Drabun, why is a woman allowed to drink kosher liquid? We just said that the istir of applies to a woman as well. No, so why should the woman be allowed to drink a kosher So this this question, there are a number of different answers given by the Achronim, and they have major ramifications the Bach, the Bach, says that the the Bach says that the heter to drink kosher it's only when you're doing it for a fool. Fu- Even for a woman, it's only if you're doing it for a fool. Fu- when the Gemara in Shabbos, when the Gemara in Yavama says that it was mutter for the wife of Rebchia, it's mutter for someone who has jaundice to drink a kosher licorin. If she's a woman, a wo- again, a woman is less strict than a man. She's allowed to drink kosher licorin. That's only if it's necessary for, for a therapeutic reason. Yehudas had extraordinarily difficult labor. In Shabbos, the Gemara is talking about someone who's suffering from, a, from, from apparently a, a serious condition of jaundice. In those cases, you're not doing it gratuitously. You're doing it because you, you, you're trying to resolve some kind of serious difficulty, either jaundice or, at least, or even if it's childbirth itself. The childbirth is very difficult. Says the Bach, even for a woman who's more lenient than a man, the only heter to, to take a kosher lacrine, to, to, to neuter oneself via a potion, is only if you're doing it for refuah or to avoid considerable tsar. However, if, if you don't have Tarleida, even if you do have Tarleida, all is difficult, but if your Tarleida is normal Tarleida, if you don't have exceptionally acute Tarleida, if you just have normal Tarleida, then it is auster. You're not allowed to take the potion. And that, that's why the Rambam writes when the Rambam says a woman can take kosher likran, Rambam writes that, that it's mutter to do it lo talait, says the Bach. The Rambam means lo talait is only if you're having extraordinarily difficult labor you can't drink it without a without a, without a good uh, substantial reason ok that's the sheet of the Bach the, that's the sheet of the Bach that if you have difficult labor you can take it or if it's for a fuah you can take it a woman can take it but otherwise she cannot do it that is the sheet of the Bach the the Taz has a different sheet the Taz is not like the Bach the Taz says that the, 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 the Taz, other who reject the Bach. They say, whatever the merits of the Bach position in Svara, it's very much not mashing away from the Shulchan from the Postkin, The Shulchan Aruch just says a woman is allowed to take a kosher And it doesn't say anything about, uh, doesn't say anything about uh, only if she's having extraordinarily difficult labor. According to the Bach, it's only mutter. In, in these cases, it, the Postkin should spell this out, but they don't say that. So, other acronyms say, no, that's mutra for a woman to take kosher Likrin even without the extenuating circumstance of uh, major suffering or extreme sarleda. So, why, how is that different from the Isir of Sirus, which does apply at least to a woman? So, the Taz says that the Isir of Sirus really does not apply to a woman at all. He says the Isra of Sirus does not really apply to a woman at all. He says that the. He says rather that. Rather he says that the. The Isra of siros that we're talking about for a woman, he says, is really ain, he, he disagrees with the Mishnah. says that when Judas says ain't seerus ben nekevas, he meant poter That's not what it means. Ain't Sirus ben means the Isser of siros does not apply to nekevas. Period. Full stop. Our Pasha parasha's emar. It speaks about testicles. It does not apply to women. Not Midaraisa, not Medar There is no application of seers to women. So why are we saying it's Pater Aval He says it has. It's Aser because you're brutalizing the person. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to hurt people. You're not allowed to hurt yourself. Chobel Batmah is also Aser, he says. He says you can't say such a thing as mutter. Even with an animal, it's Aser. It's Tzar And he says this. he certainly can. You can't hurt somebody like that. It, uh, it, that, that not because of seers. Because you can't do... Uh, hurtful and abusive medical procedures to people. Says the Taz, and that's why that's why Kosha is much better. Koshalakrim doesn't have, you're not cutting the woman up. Koshalakrim is much more is much more uh and doesn't cause the same kind of tsar that the the the, the, the taz says koshalikrim if if it's being done by stia. That's mutcher it doesn't cause tzar. So, so according to the taz, the chilak is, cirrus really is, does not apply to females at all. Now, actually doing it using a knife, that's also because of tzar balichayim, that's also because you're hurting people. But if you do it with medicine, since that does not cause tzar, that is mutter. So according to the taz, cirrus really does not apply to females at all. There's a difference there in causing tzar. And if you do it in medically in a way that doesn't cause tzar, then it is mutter. A third approach third approach is the third approach is the approach of the Beishmul. The Beishmul says first of all, the, like the Taz, he says the of the Postcombe, is not like the Bach it's, it's Mashmo that the ikrin for the woman is Mutter, even if there is no Notzar not at all. So why we said before that Sirus is in for Nekeva as well so he's Machalik between similar to the Taz, Machalik between Sirus with a knife and Sirus with ikrin. he says, but the he says but 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 the chiluk is that uh, he, say, he, say, he, say, he says the is that the if you're doing it with a knife, that's usur. cirrus with a cirrus be a dime, that's usur. cirrus with a potion is less direct, it's less of an overt cirrus, that's mutter. So we have we have three basic approaches. We have the box approach that cirrus is generally usur for a woman as well, but since it's more lenient than a man, it's mutter in a case of substantial tsar. We have the sheet of the taz, that cirrus really is totally mutter. But cirrus with a knife is usr because it causes tsar. It's usr just because of the isr to inflict tsar. We have the sheet to the Beishmuel. that cirrus with a mysa, with a knife, with a surgical procedure, that's more of a, an overt and substantial cirrus. That's we medium cirrus, apparently, for a woman as well. But cirrus via a potion, even without the issue of tsar leda, apparently, is much. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this comes up this comes up in the context of pets. Many people many people who have pets, the, the custom is often to neuter them for various reasons. The, some of the humane societies recommend it, but the, the problem is, neutering an animal is, is an ister If it's a male animal, it's, if you castrate a male animal, it's an ister Female animal is more lenient but it's still us We saw there are several cheats about female animals and, uh, that, but, but the, the ister of Sirus, the Rambam Shulchanaruk Paskin that Musava is Patrava So isn't mutter to neuter a pet, to sterilize a pet? So this question is discussed by the by the Shavidal Ravosner. The Shavid Alevi says that he was he was he was informed by his correspondent that in London there are people who have cats, female cats. They use them as mousers to, to keep the, to, to get rid of the mice. And they neuter these cats. They they give them to, to vets to, 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 to perform serus on them. And the uh, Oznor's correspondent said, you shouldn't do that. You're not allowed to be uh, animal. What about the fact that it's being done by a, by a non-Jew? So that is the subject of a sugya in that is the subject of a sugya in Bav, in Bav The Gemara in Bav Mitzia discusses. We know that in Hilcha Shabbos, you're not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do work for you on Shabbos. There are exceptions. Some people un- make the unfortunate mistake of thinking that it's mutter but it's not actually mutter. Amir la'akim is oser. You're not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do malacha for you on Shabbos. It's more lenient than doing malacha yourself. And there are a number of broadly applicable heterim. For example, for Achola, you can ask a non-Jew to do work. If the malacha is drabanan, then it's called shvus to shvus. It's still not mutter in general, we pass him, but it's mutter in cases of mitzvah or great need. So there are many heterim, But in general, Amir la'akim is oser. You're not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do malacha for you. Now, we're, we're most used to hearing about Amir La'akum in the context of Shabbos. If you ask most people, what's Amir La'akum, they'll tell you it's something that applies on Shabbos. You're not, to, you're not allowed to tell a non-Jew to do Malachah for you on Shabbos. The Gemara Mbav Metzia has a general question, is it mutter to ask a non-Jew to do other Averas for you? Something that would be an Avera for you, can you ask the, another Avera, not Shabbos, can you ask a non-Jew to do it for you? The Gemara's initial version of this question is, The if you're not allowed to muzzle a cow... While it works for you, if the cow is plowing, you're not allowed to muzzle the cow. The cow has to be allowed to eat. The classic law in the Torah, Lo Sachsem Shor Bedisha. So the Gemara says, can you ask a non-Jew to, 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 as a servant of a farm worker, you plow with my cow and put a muzzle on? It. You you wouldn't be allowed to do that. Can you ask a non-Jew to do it? So the Gemara has a shaila. The Gemara had. The Gemara doesn't clearly resolve the question. The Gemara says maybe it's us or maybe it's mutter, Maybe it's only for Shabbos that you're not allowed to do it. Why? Because Shabbos is Morchamer, Shabbos has an ister of skilah. Shabbos is a very stringent ister. For other the mitzvahs in the Torah, maybe there's no ister of Miralakim. Or maybe it doesn't matter, maybe anything that a Jew is not allowed to do, he's not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do. In the course of that discussion, the Gemara says, the Gemara brings a statement of... The, the, the Gemara brings a statement of the, the father of Shmuel that... That it, 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 be, it became clear from the discussion that, 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 that Abu Adeshmul said people, farmers back then, animal, anim, animal, people who raised animals wanted to sterilize their animals. They knew they couldn't do it themselves. So they used to have, have non-Jews do it for them. And, and they knew apparently that they couldn't do it directly. So they had a harama. They had a kind of subterfuge. They would, they would pretend that the non-Jew was stealing the animals, that the non-Jew would pretend to steal it, and he would then castrate it and then return the animal. So they tried to do a harama. They asked Avod what's the status of this? So Avod threw the book at them, and they said, they're doing haramas, we're going to do haramas to them, and we're going to make them sell it. We're going to make a knas. If they can't even use the animal, they have to unload the animal. But it's clear from the whole discussion, it's pashut that not only can't a Jew castrate an animal himself, he can't have a non-Jew do it. So you see, that the, Le-Kari, Le'Kari, you see that the Isra of Amir al applies to other Averas as well, such as castration, such as Ba'artsakem <laughs> Losasu. So the Gemara says, no, that could be a different reason. Really, Amir Lakim is limited to Shabbos. So what were they doing wrong by having the non-Jews castrate their animals? There is an opinion in the Gemara that says that this Isser, even though it's a Posuk in uh, even though it's a Pasuk in about Jews, there is a sheet in the Gemara that non-Jews as well are Mitsuva in the Isser of Sirus. Even though we usually say the non-Jews only have the seven Noachai laws this is not one of them. There are other opinions that add other things to that list, and there is an opinion that says that the Isser of Sirus applies to non-Jews as well. So the Gemara doesn't resolve this question. The bottom line is, the Gemara has two different interpretations of why the Halakha is clear that you're not allowed to have a non-Jew castrate your animal for you, either because it's a mir la'akum, which applies to all of in the Torah, which is an Rabanan, or because it's Lifne because the, the non-Jew himself is, is obligated to is prohibited <laughs> to castrate animals and the halacha is anytime someone is asked to do something you can't facilitate him doing that avera. you can't induce him to do the avera. Yes. That's the, that, 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 that itself is an ever you can't put a stumbling block in the path of the blind which the Chachamim say refers to causing somebody to sin it applies even to Goyim anything that would be an Isser for a guy, you can't cause him to do if it's not an Isser for the guy, there's no problem you're not allowed to give a Jew a ham sandwich to eat That's cliff neighbor. You're allowed to give a non-Jew a ham sandwich because he's not doing anything wrong if he eats a ham sandwich. But anything which is usher for the non-Jew, you can't induce him to violate the prohibition. And therefore, there is an opinion that, the non- that non-Jews as well are included in the prohibition to castrate animals. And therefore, you can't give it to him to do that. So the bottom line is, it's clearly usher to have a non-Jew st- neuter your animals, either because of Amir al akum, because you're not allowed to ask a non-Jew to do any isser for you, or because he himself is commanded to observe this prohibition, and you can't cause him to violate the prohibition. And that's how Lachal the says, the Gemara doesn't clearly resolve this, we're machmer for the, for the ramifications of both these possibilities, it's usher, possibly as Amir al akum, possibly as Lufna you're not allowed to have a non-Jew neuter your animals. So that's what the Ravosnish correspondent asked him. The, the, Jewish, the Jewish owners of the cats weren't doing the neutering themselves. They were taking them to vets. The vets were non-Jews. But still, you would all have a non-Jew neuter your animal. So what's the heter? How can we have... How is this mutter? That was the question they asked to the... That was the question they asked to the Sheva so the Shefer discusses the parameters of the Prohibition. He begins by noting, as we said before, that when it comes to castrating, these apparently were female cats. I'm not sure why. Uh, maybe they deliberately got females because they knew it was more lenient with regard to, to neutering. But they had female cats. So we mentioned we have the sheet of the Beer ha'grah, the unique sheet of the Beer ha'grah, who's not so unique, he argues, or there are others who hold like this as well. We have the sheet of the Beer ha'grah that the loch is like the Tanakhama. That we uh, dodge uh, from Mashchasam uh, that Sirius applies to Nikai says, uh, well, there's no Malchus, but it's an Isra Daraisa. It's, it's actually an Isra Daraisa. We have the other postkim say that it is only yeah. Drabanan, yeah. that it is that, that, that we have we have other yeah. postkim yeah. who say that the that it's only drabanan for either because two possibilities. Either because either because the the, the Bryce that uh, that talks about siros uh, of of of, of is talking about is, is talking about um, bringing it for a carbon. The second passage is, is going back to miad ben necher uh, that miyad ben necher, you can't take it losakrivut But for the isur of Sirus, that's limited to uh, testicles, that's limited to Zachary. Or they say the rabbinic passing like Rabbi Yehuda that ain't siros ben nakevas. So according to other posts, Rav Ravosner says there the isur the of siros is not. Is, is not Daraisis. You're dealing with a Okay. If we're dealing with a Drabanan, so we know that okay. by... So, uh, that by Kosikrin, it's mutter. That Kosikrin, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, is mutter. And the, 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 the... and the Post can discuss whether the... Post can, and, and we saw that the... That, that some say it's not even really Osir at all. The Taz says it's only Osir as Sitar Balechaim. And uh, it's not even really a mystery of Sirus at all. And... If it's only drabanan, there are more leniencies, Amir Akman and Drabhanan is a question. And okay, so there, there are various stadam to be more lenient, the Shaivat Alevi says, if we assume the series is drabanan. <laughs> However, he says we have the gra, and we have some Rishonim as well, he says, that that, that say it's, it's a shalavidarisa. Says the Shaivat there is some basis for leniency based on Rishonim. Therefore, he says if people want to neuter their female cats, again, not themselves, by doing it with a non-Jewish vet. If the, if the owner of a female cat wants to neuter his female cat by utilizing the services of a non-Jewish veterinarian, there's enough basis to do that. You don't have to protest that, he says. But the person who wants to do the right thing, he says, he would recommend being machmer, like the grud, that it's a a v'deraisa, and therefore he doesn't think that this is such a good idea to, uh, to, to neuter pets, even female pets, even by, via a non-Jewish vet. There is makom lahakel, for female pets at least, and again, male pets are much more serious, but the Shevet Levy doesn't have what he considers a really, uh, really t- entirely satisfactory hetzur. Rabbi Chaim Jachter has a has a detailed discussion of this topic of the the Istra of seirus as it applies to as it applies to pets. So he says that the he brings various heterim, that in the 19th century, not pets, but for livestock, for farm animals. In the 19th century, apparently, for commercial reasons, for practical reasons, it was considered very desirable to neuter one's oxen and so on. It made them easier to manage, apparently. So there was a strong, there was a strong urge to do it. But Allah lachas, it's ostrich. So people found various leniencies, a little bit like Mechiras Hametz. So the Gemarits, explicitly, you can't have a non-Jew do it either. People found a loophole that, that you, you, you would have two non-Jews. Ruvain, the owner of the animal, goes over to, uh, to, to Bob and tells Bob, Tell Thomas to neuter the pet, you have a cutout with two non Jews in between. Some postcum held that's called Amira la Amira, second level Amira la Akum. It's not totally mutter, but some postkim allow it. So some postkim allowed that, at least in cases of economic need. Rabbi Jachter says that many contemporary halachic authorities say you should not really do that for convenience. You don't want babies, you don't want litters, or you don't want them to run out of the house and go chase. Uh, go chase mates, that's not a good enough reason. Postkim say that this heter is not solid enough to, to, to really legitimize cirrus. He says he heard this from Rabbi J. David Black, Rabbi Ruven Feinstein, Rabbi Herschel Schechter, Rabbi Moshe 10. So relying on this school of Amir la Mira is not such a great heter. He says, but maybe, maybe they would agree if the animal's really suffering, if it's sick, if it's necessary for medical reasons, then maybe Postcom would agree. He has a discussion of exactly why. The, especially according to the Taz, the Taz says that it's, uh, it's always really mutter, unless it's a question of tzar. If it's not a question of tzar, certainly if it's for the animal's own benefit, it's mutter. I said Taz maybe is a das yachid. So there is basis for leniency. So some contemporary rabbanim don't recommend availing yourself of this leniency just for convenience. But uh, again, with a al mira, with a with, with second level, uh, with, with two different non-Jews involved, there's some basis for leniency. He brings, he brings other eterim, other hetterim that possibly to neuter, he brings from Rav Unterman that the that the that, that Rav Unterman talks about cutting off the blood supply, which then causes the organ itself to shrivel and to uh, deteriorate. He says that's a form of grama, which is mutter, because it's uh, because if you have a non-Jew do it, a non-Jews are not mitzvah and grama. He has a, he has an elaborate pilpul, but he himself says that it's a chiddush and you shouldn't do this unless eminent halachic authorities concur with this ruling. And therefore, it's not. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not. Also, not, not a great hatter. Rabbi Jachter has his own suggestion, which he also says you should consult a competent halachic authority about. Rabbi Jachter's own heter is he says there are new techniques, alternatives to actual old-fashioned castration and ovario-hysterectomy, which you don't actually remove or destroy, even indirectly the organs. Rather, you somehow, uh, rather you somehow do other things that cause the animal to become infertile. That he says is. Uh, it, 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 he says the ister is only if you actually damage, somehow, the remove or damage the, the organs. If you just render the animal infertile without damaging the organs, maybe that's like kosher maybe it's even better than kosher but that he thinks might be mutter, but again he says one must consult a confidential authority to ascertain the permissibility of any of these procedures. So the bottom line is neutering a pet is a real problem. It's, uh, it, it's something which is uh, not clearly mutter female pets are more lenient but even female pets the hatcher is not so simple there are some techniques that are better than others and if you use two different non-Jews there's more basis for leniency but the postkim don't really have a uh, don't really have a, an uncontested uh, completely acceptable procedure for, for neutering an animal so if a person has a pet he should uh, he should consult rabbinic authority about whether there is a, a, a possible method and what method of neutering the animal. Neutering people is a major question as well. Neutering people is usher as well. And a number of post discuss cases where it was, it was considered medically necessary to do it. So one particular case several post discuss is a case where a woman received a diagnosis that pregnancy would seriously endanger her health or her life. The doctor said if she becomes pregnant, her life will be in danger. For various underlying medical conditions. So normally we would recommend in such, in such situations some form of birth control. There are, there are many different forms of birth control. They, 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 all, they all have various advantages and disadvantages. Generally in a case like this where it was literally a matter of life and death for a woman to become pregnant, generally we would, we would, we would recommend, we would allow some type of birth control. But in these cases, the the post Kim the were saying, some of the post said, there were specific cases where none of these other methods was acceptable. Some of the methods weren't reliable enough that even if they had a ninety percent or ninety-five percent success rate, if there's a five percent failure rate, she could die. That, that, that wasn't good enough. And um, some of the cases, the women had underlying conditions that made some of the methods unhealthy for her. For example, birth control pills, hormonal birth control. Woman had high blood pressure, and she, she couldn't uh, she, she couldn't she couldn't take the medication. So the so the question is, the post can discuss the, the kind of the, the one rock solid medically acceptable way in certain in certain situations of uh, making sure she doesn't become pregnant, short of getting divorced, was to tubal ligation, which is a which is a process where you cut or you block the the tubes that allow the eggs to travel, the fallopian tubes, the eggs travel from the ovaries to the to the uterus and tubal ligation physically blocks and destroys that conduit and that guarantees she can't become pregnant. So is, are you allowed to do that? Or is that Cirrus? Is that, is that considered uh, even a woman? Cirrus is usher. Are you allowed to do that? Ramosha Feinstein was asked this question. Ramosha writes that the Ramosha says it's a, it's a question of an Raisa. That it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a real question of an Israel Daraisa. Israel even if there's a, a great need, they uh, would have to get divorced or separate. That's not a hetero, he says. Isher is an isher Again, not all post-migrits deraisa, but Ramosha is for the sheets Ramosha considers an Isher what so is, so Ramosha, I, I think, is distinguishing between koshal ikrin, possibly like the Beshmul, between koshal ikrin, which is uh, just medicine, is not directly physically damaging the reproductive organs as opposed to a case where legation we were actually going to cut or tie or the so it mean, so, he, was there, so I, I have to go through the chew of her I have to go through the che of, of, of her motion more carefully right if there would be a potion that that, that would that would be uh, uh, that, that that would be more lenient presumably let, let me see if her motion discusses Rafia's wife what if they had they had it back then if she had it why why don't we have it uh, the, the question is so, right, he brings the gra that it's a question of a derisa. He says, if it's derisa, then there's no etter. He says that the. That he, and then he asks you a question. He says, but the gra himself holds that kosher is also derisa. The gra holds that both these cases, with no Malkus, meaning serious of a woman, even with a knife, and kosher in general for a man or a woman, both of those are deraisa but Malkus. According to the gra, they, we, we darshan both from the word maschasam, they're not included in the lav of losasu. But they're nisrabah from the word mashchasim. So both of those are daraisa. So how could Rofchia's wife do it? He says, if we say that the whole thing is drabanan, okay. So then v'makom tzar and koshalikrin, which is not as bad, then uh, we understand. But if it's a daraisa, what was the Heter? So he says that the you have to say that the that the Tanakh uh, the Torah's konim is mamayit. What does he say? He says he says that we are mamayit the nakevus from the. We are my Nekevas, and right, the, right, he basically says, like, like I was saying, you have to work out the drushes, but he's basically saying that, that the way we pass is that we're the to anything that directly impacts the Evre Azera, but not potions which are taken orally. Right, so why can't we find such a potion? I don't know, but apparently the, the doctors didn't know such a potion, at least not one. Maybe, maybe you can say that, uh, again, in some cases the potion might have only a 95% uh, efficacy rate. It was good enough for her, but we can't rely on that because her life is in danger. I don't know. Good question. But anyway, Saramosha Moshe says, deraisa you, uh, you, uh, you can't be lenient. Now, Moshe says, it would be Sakhanas Nefashas mamish, Of course you could be lenient. This is not Yari Val Yavar, But he says, it's not Sakhanas Nefashas. They can get divorced. They can separate. It's very unfortunate if they have to separate, but that's not a good enough reason to be not to says. And Lameisir Moshe says, uh, Ramosha says he doesn't. He doesn't. He, that, that there is a hetzer here. The hetzer is. He says she should use a different form of birth control. He says, he says we can we can allow a condom. He says that uh, or, or something that they put in the gufaisha. He says some kind. I'm not sure if it's a condom or some other kind of uh, barrier method contraceptive. He says so that, that that is Malcolm to be lenient. He says only only if, uh, only if the woman is tanuan, is, is not going not to spread this heter too far, he says. It's a, you know, it's, 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 it's a limited heter. So <laughs> Moshe felt, in this case, a different form of birth control would have been acceptable, but cirrus, uh, sterilization, tubal ligation, which is a uh, worst case, even though it's a woman, is the worst case scenario. It's a direct misa in the evare hazera, in the reproductive organs, is oster, ister darisa, we can't be mater, short of pikuach nefesh. This is not called pikuach nefesh. That this is not called pikuach nefesh because there's always the option of separating. He says there's always the option of uh, of of, 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 of or not being intimate, of not being not being physically intimate. So that that was Ramosh's ruling. Other posts were more lenient. The Tzitzi Leizer, Waldenberg, as well as the Cheshev Ha'efod, Rev Chanoch Padua, both of them discussed similar questions, and both of them were lenient. They argue that the they argue that again with women it's much more lenient than men. Most poskim say it's drabanim. You have the grub, but most poskim say it's drabanim. Furthermore, if it's not hashkasa, says if it's not if it's not done in a destructive uh, manner, it's uh, it's um, if you're doing it for a constructive reason to avoid illness, like the Bach said, or to avoid tsar, that's mutter. And some say, like the, the Taz, that the issue is only because of chavala or tsar balei here, here, that doesn't apply. You're doing it under careful, controlled surgical conditions, okay. and uh, and certainly, if you have all these heteromies, we says it's it, it probably only drabanan, not like Ramosha, and the And it's uh, it, it's not it's not causing tsar and it's not brutal. It's not causing tsar. And it's for uh, a need. So it's like kosher like the bach. The bach is makel on kosher Apparently, even even uh, real syrus, even with a knife, he'd be makele yes. To avoid, for a woman to avoid tzar Lady. So because of all these reasons, he says, we says we're allowed to do uh, we're allowed to do this since, since it's such a difficult situation. There's no other good solution. Either divorce, none of the other methods of birth control. In his case, he said would work. The alternative was divorce. There's grounds for leniency. Furthermore, he says he says that he he, he says we have another tzedakah. He says that he says, this, this is possibly reversible, he says. This, this tubal ligation can be undone. Now, postkim and other writers discuss what's the success rate of undoing it. There is a procedure where it can be reversed. It's not guaranteed success, it's 80% success maybe, but it is possible to reverse the procedure. So Rev. Waldenberg, Waldenberg suggests that it can be undone. They can, they can uh, if they tie it, they can untie it, he says, surgically. If they, even if they cut it, he says they can reattach the the, the two segments again. It is possible, he says, even though it's uh, it's not guaranteed. But he says that the fact that there are such options available, that's enough to say that this is not really absolutely serious. And again, because of all these fires combined with the great need, Rev. Waldenberg was willing to allow it. At the end of his chuva, he says, he saw Rev. Potter with in the Cheshafai Aphod. Heisha Veifert goes through a, a very similar calculations, all these different study heter plus the great need, even though, again, they agree it's not Mamash Pikor Nefesh like Ramosha says, because they always have the option of just not being, getting divorced or separating or not being physically intimate, but it is certainly a case of great need. Telling a couple they have to divorce is, uh, is an incredibly high, high price to pay, an incredibly hard thing to ask. Halach is not but it's usher, it's like Ramosha says. But given that there are so many study heter, and it's, and according to many or most postcoms, it's only drabanan. So R and Rapadua were both willing to be makil because of the, all these Tirufim and the Drabanan and because of great need. where Ramosha was stricter, Ramosha was Ramosha sided with the Grah Ramosha felt even with for a woman who was dealing with Nisidaraisa and therefore there's no there's no leniency whatsoever Moshe felt unless unless it's Biko Nefesh and it's not. Lamaisa or Moshe held it was a different heter in his case. There was a heter of using a different form of birth control. Louis or Moshe, couldn't have, wouldn't have found any other acceptable method of birth control. Would he have tried harder to be this? I, I don't know. There's no way of knowing. But Halachah Lamaisa or Moshe prohibited this type of tubal ligation, even in a case of substantial need, while the other postkim where they felt there was no other solution, Rav Padua and Rav Waldenberg felt that we can be lenient. Again, all this is for a woman for a woman it's much more lenient and the, the, just like Rav Rav Osner with the female cat these posts with the female women they're much more lenient because it's a woman because even if it might be Dereisa but it's certainly not malchus, and, it's, and according to many posts it's drabanan. if you're dealing with a similar thing for a man, that is much much more serious because if you're, again still might, there might be, still might be some Heterim but in general if you're dealing with damaging the reproductive system of a man that is much much more serious that is Dereisa according to all opinions and uh, these posts we've been discussing, the Sheva Delevi, the Sisley the Igrith Moshe, and, uh, are, are, and the Cheshav Ha'efa, Drav Padua, and the article by Rabbi Jachter, are, are all discussing neutering females, which is much more lenient. Again, it's still us in, in many cases, and it's not, it's not at all a simple matter, but it is definitely more lenient than castrating or neutering a male.